You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Presented by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick is running back into the studio right now, sprinting. It's the fastest I've ever seen him move. Not, that not is as, as fast not, as I've ever seen oh, him move. Oh, easy. Not as fast as the 400. Wait a second. You, you, in softball, I, this is a question. Okay. In softball, yep. what position you play? Third. Exactly. He don't move. Third, yeah. third, no movement. Hey, third guess, and courtesy runner. Corner, guess no who move. plays outfield, third, Strick? Third, third and cor- uh, courtesy that's runner. All, that's all I needed. I, I was a I'm courtesy runner ground. on Monday. My boy, that's all I needed. I was a courtesy third runner corner. on Monday. Third, third coffin corner. You don't move. Just put me in center okay. field. I, I snagged one. I, I, I actually made a pretty good play I played left center. But left center. Yeah. I'm covering right? ground out there. Cover some ground out there. <laughs> yeah. We got no one else. I need to get some cleats, though. I got to get some you cleats. You do. Cleats yeah, changed my life. Because I, there. no, I no, slipped no. on the base one time and it was Yeah, bad. no, cleats change your life on oh, slow pitch yeah. softball. Oh, yeah. So, shout out to play against sports for hooking, hooking Well, maybe that's why he hits bombs and you don't. Because he's, he's kind of locked in with the That is true. Also, Nick back. has far more experience. Like, I can't hit it. Because the the guys that pitch to us are usually, like, know what they're doing. So, they'll lob it. They'll throw it. Like 10, 15 feet in the air, and obviously I'm used to hitting a ball that's like coming right at you, mm-hmm. like baseball. And it just, and I know Nick and some of his buddies have told me like it just takes time. Like you just have to mm-hmm. practice it because I just don't know how to hit it. You got to sit back. You got to wait. You got to sit it. back, and there's a way to like swing it. Yeah, you have to swing down at it. You swing down at it. You kind of want to swing down at it a little bit because then that way it creates a backspin on the ball. You don't want a Prince Fielder that It'll just it'll just soar. You don't want a Prince Fielder. Is I'll try and pimp it. Yes, yeah, I'll no, try no. and do that, you don't, you and don't I fly, have to. I yeah, fly no, out every you time. Don't, you don't have to do that. Like You want a level swing, because then if you a- are able to hit the bottom portion of the ball a little bit, it, it'll create a backspin. And it'll just start float. It'll just take off and float. I used to, I just hit grounders. Uh, that was how the, that was how the home run went the other day at mo- at, on Monday. I wish Nate you could have seen it, because um, it might have been my best softball hit I've ever I've ever had. It, because you didn't big league it. What do you mean? No, 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 no. When you no, when so you no, it, sit here. You just, so this was, no, that's what I did. I, I knew it, I knew it, I watched it. it. So I, I I kid you not. Did you bat flip. If anybody that was playing the uh, well, I can't say the name on air. Um, <laughs> if if anybody was playing me on Monday. You can say the initials. No, I can't because that's the. It's a different name than last year. No, you can say the initials. No, I cannot. Yeah, you can. Anyway, it's not bad. It's just a medical disorder. So, okay. So anyway, you, I hit it. I stood in the batter's box and I out loud said, "Oh, that's gone," and I walked back to the dugout. Oh no! So was it a walk off? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a walk. We tied the game. <laughs> a walk off. Oh. I would have ran around the bases. I don't. Care. No, no, no. We tied the game with that the bat one. With me, yeah. But so we we I, I set the bat down for the next guy, or I handed the bat to the next guy, and I was like, "Well," and I just walked off. I stayed in the batter's box, pimped it. I, I felt I knew it was gone. It was one of those that just rubber duck is a different name. It's not the orchids of Asia, but it's just I can say that one on air. Think of the first letter of Easy. my real name. Stop. And then a duck. <laughs> the first letter of duck. There you go. Just like that. But okay, gentlemen, how are we doing today? I got you. You get it. He gets it. <laughs> Strick, you get do you it? get it? I'm not even thinking about it. Cool. All right. So, gentlemen, how are we doing today? 
We're doing all right. We uh, what do we got on the show today? We got a packed show, so we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of volleyball. Just kind of touch on that. I know you guys have probably gone into it a little bit more in detail than we will. Uh, we're going to talk Tough about loss. Mickey Mickey Joseph taking over. Obviously, still a big discussion. We'll have Evan Bland. We'll also have uh, Joey Helmer. He writes twenty four seven for Oklahoma. Wow! So he'll give us kind of some inside scoop on Oklahoma. Because to be honest with you guys, I know the basics. But we're going to get some of this, get into some of the deeper dive into what Oklahoma football is going to look like here on Saturday. So we got a packed show. We got a lot of football stuff that we're going to talk about. We like football. It's what, football. Season. Okay, so let me ask you guys: What is your uh, perspective of the Nebraska job? Is it glamorous? Is the Nebraska job glamorous? Are you asking me? Or are you I'm asking, asking both asking of you. you, you, asking you I'm asking both first? of you. Don't you smile like that. Actually, actually right, no, no, right. no, 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 Nate. Nathan, hold I want, on. I want Strick to go yeah. first. All right, all right. You know what? Um, you're trying to throw me under the, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I don't think it is at this point. Okay. Uh, I think it, it used to be. I think it can be again. I think there's things that Nebraska has to prove um and show and prove mm-hmm. before it can command that type of threat. I, I know all of us that are listening. We would love to say that that's the case, and and I can't even say that for basketball either. So I'm not. It's not a a biased thing on my side. I think, um, I think one of the things to elaborate on it, volleyball is. Mm. I think volleyball is one of those illustrious ones jobs for yeah for for a sport glamorous um i think basketball is emerging for women's mm-hmm. oh yeah for women's yep. yep i think it's emerging i think so too um and i just think i think all of the men and that's one of the things we may touch on on our show is 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 this void that's out there right, right. now in fall winter sports and and even mm-hmm. in spring on the men's side of things who is and we used to talk about that as as basketball players because mm-hmm. when we first came in, Nebraska football was kind of teetering. And we were like, we need to fill this void. And that's the way we kind of took it. And that's why we really wanted to be successful in the way that we played Well, the I game. feel like the void for men's sports is being filled by sports that aren't very, like, well known or like knowledgeable to like just like the common sports fan like mm-hmm. the re- like it's 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 something that that you know football everybody gets introduced to football at a young age everybody gets introduced to basketball you can play basketball you know for however long you can still move your legs you can you can run you can you know baseball has the slow pitch softball like all that stuff but like wrestling Mm-hmm. That's not something that everybody gets mm-hmm. introduced to at a young age, and the men's wrestling programming, solid. the wrestling program, is solid. Mm-hmm. The 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 Softball. men's the men's track and field team, track the women's field. track and field team, those solid. those Indoor. are solid. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the sports that not everybody is. It's it's not like the the TV draw sports, the money makers. Yeah, the 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 like, football, let's, let's the basketball, the baseball. Honest, like yeah. Those ones. Are the ones Shoot, that our are bowling struggling. is off the chain. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, okay, so here's what's interesting, and a, and a texter kind of alludes to this. Could coaches, no matter on the radar or off the radar of Trev Alberts, look at the Nebraska job as a huge opportunity with how close Nebraska has been in all of these losses the last four years? Add that with a huge new facility that should be done by next year and unlimited funds. That's what's interesting. Because the resources, we always just chalk everything up to resources as a reason why somebody would want the job, right? Because at Nebraska here, let's be honest, you have unlimited fan support. 
the, the fan support is unmatched anywhere else. Nobody right, comes but, out. Nobody, no, no, nobody else has 80, very few, okay, maybe I should say very few, hmm. very few other places would, have, would draw 80-plus thousand fans for a North Dakota game when you are six or 15 and 31 as a head coach, or 15 and 30 at that time as a head coach. Very few. And piggyback that, very few places will draw 80-plus thousand when you are 16 and 30 for a game against Georgia Southern. But Nebraska does. That's what. That's that's just what happens. It's, but I think that there's another side to that that a lot of people aren't talking about, and that w- what comes with fan support also comes very high expectations. That's exactly what I was getting at. And is because sorry to interrupt, but that's what I was getting at. Is that you are told you are n- rarely told no as a head coach at Nebraska. You are rarely told no. If you need something. They're, they are there at your beck and call, whether that's the fan, whether that's boosters, whether that's administration. If you need something as a head coach at Nebraska, specifically football, you can you can get the support, you can get the financial backing, whatever you need, mm-hmm. right? So until, I should say, until you start losing, then that changes, I think, quick. Uh, Rigo, do you want to hit the station ID before I... Say what You're... I was going to say again real quick. I'll make sure. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. Talk about those expectations. A lot of these guys you got to realize that, that are being hired are guys that have a family. Guys that are, are going to be moving their entire life to Lincoln, Nebraska, which there's nothing wrong with that. There could be worse places to live, but there's something to be said for job security. Like, let's be honest right now, the state of the program, I wouldn't say if you're the head coach in Nebraska, you have much job security. Like, you have to look at the guys like Mel Tucker, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney. Yes, those are guys that have been proven, but, like, the current state of Nebraska, it's going to take a while to consistently win 9 to 10 games. And I think So that what does that offers, mean? You're just going to be fired after four years? No, I think that's what offers you the job security because that's of what how I thought bad as it's well. been if you can get to respectable you can buy yourself. How long does that last? You though? can buy yourself three, it's, four years by just winning seven, eight games. Especially with a guy like Trev Alberts at the at the top. But we got to realize, obviously, Scott Frost would be the first person to tell you that's a lot easier said than done. It Scott is, Frost, has, but that's Scott one of the worst winning. Had a far longer no, no, no. leash than but anyone exactly, that but did Scott go to Frost the also had a, a worse winning percentage than a lot of coaches. But if I you are a that. coach worth your salt. You are willing to take that challenge because you believe that you are better than the previous two head coaches at the University of Nebraska. If you are a coach that believes in yourself and believes in the pro, the product that you will be putting on the field, you are more than willing to take this job because of the money, because of the re- resources, because of the fans, and because you know the expectations have fallen so far from the 90s where they won three out of four national championships and they only lost three games. 60 and three. But then that, I, that, like, I like what all you guys are saying, and I, and I can attribute it both. But I will say in an analogy way of speaking, it's very similar to what the Dallas Mavericks are in basketball or to what the Memphis Grizzlies are in basketball right now. That's the way I view it. So in essence, you have to pay Amante Ellis a little bit more money to come to take that risk, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So there's those teams that end up your Milwaukee's before Giannis kind of got there, you'd have to play a, pay a Michael Red, or you would have to pay someone who is not necessarily a perennial player top dollar money yeah. in order to come there 
in order to give it a shot at the risk of hoping that they emerge to become what they're that's the way I see it in in, in the Nebraska space. I think I think you're either gonna pay somebody a super premium and fall short like you do with the Callahan types and 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 really to them, the sad thing to them is they don't really want the challenge. They want the stepping stone and mm, the resource. Exactly. And that's the that's the fine line that you're playing. Values are values are misfortune. And that's what I said earlier is instead of going for that flashy, splashy guy where you're gonna have to overpay Find somebody who That's you hungry. believe is a, is hungry, is an mm-hmm. up and comer, is somebody that you look at and you think what they've done at this lower level place, what they've done. And I know that the men's basketball team has tried that and it hasn't worked out, unfortunately. But you find somebody that is hungry and and willing to do this job and wants to be better. You give them that opportunity. If you, well, as Trev Alberts, as the athletic department, feel that this person can be the one to win, to get you back to a bowl game, to win. That's why I think you I, That's why I think you give all your best to Mickey right now. Oh, 100%. I agree. I agree. Right that now. Is, that is number one. Right, this is all I agree with that. I, I Yeah, agree no, no. We, I think it's we, all hypothetical. We, yeah, all hypothetical. And we all would rather. I said that we've said this multiple times on our show, and I'm sure you guys have said it on your show especially, is that – I would actually rather it be I like I hope Mickey Joseph has a great nine game stretch here and they're able to make the smooth transition with him as the head as the permanent head coach because for Nebraska as a program that would be the smoothest transition mm-hmm. and for the uh, and, and plus we can use this again as, as although it's low hanging fruit Mickey is one, still one of us just like Frost was yeah Mickey but, played for which Nebraska I think helps him, but- which helps but I think that that would give a lot of fans comfort if they see a little bit of a sample size here of nine games to where it started to turn the corner. And that would put a lot of people on board with Mickey Joseph as the head coach, just like we are, permanently, I'm, sh- I'm saying, mm-hmm. to be make that smooth transition. Because think about it. How much staff turnover would there be? Not, uh, not, not a, whole on, a whole lot on the you offensive assume, side. You would assume. You would not, it, some, but not obviously much. a sum. But you would have faith because we've seen a nine-game stretch to where, at the time, he wasn't the permanent head coach. He was still the head coach, but not the permanent head coach. Now we have faith in him when he moves into that full-time role as the permanent head coach. I've got a point, but go ahead. Yeah, I just want to go. So, uh, Texter was like, you don't go to any program expecting to lose. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination, but you got to realize how, like... I won't say terrible, but Nebraska hasn't been successful in five years. And if Ray made a great point, that. if his last name wasn't Frost, he probably would have gotten two, maybe, maybe three. three seasons. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But fortunately, he went to Nebraska. He's a national champion. Like, the next coach, unless it's Mickey, which I think he would have a longer leash, mm-hmm. rightfully so, because he's one of us. He's part of the program. If you're getting, like, the Matt Campbell, the Luke Fickles, listen, you get two or three years. If it's the same old mm-hmm. Nebraska, you're done. And does a coach really want to come and go through that? Because say what you will, if one of those coaches is fired, I know you have your reputation of being a great coach. Guess what? You come here and win three or four games, that's a tarnish on your reputation whether you like it or not. Yeah. It Scott Frost went from the hottest name in college yeah. football to now he's unemployed and probably won't be a head coach anytime soon. If you're, it's something to think about. And that, But that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. If you're a coach worth your salt, if you are a solid coach, you should come here and you have three years. You know you have three years. That's three. that's that's proven. That's a thing. You have yeah. three, three years. So I'm gonna... if you if you win, if you get to a bowl game in year two, if you win seven, 
eight games mm-hmm. in year three. You're getting an it's extension. It's a big if. So here, I, I, it is an if, I agree with that, but that's but a big if. But if. if you believe in yourself, if, right. you're, if you're that coach, if you right. truly believe you're that dude, you accept this job knowing that that's going to happen and feeling, you know, feeling good about yourself saying, I know what I can do. I know the type of coach I am. I know the type of product that I want to put on the field, and it will be good enough to do this. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you get through those three years, and you have a winning record in two of those, you're getting an extension. And from there, agree. you build upon that. So it's not that it's 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 not a scary job to accept. It's just like any other job. And literally anywhere else, if you only win four or five games, you have three years, but you're out. I think at that proves Cal- my point. Kansas, I think that proves my point is because you're like any other job. Right now, you're not Nebraska. Like right. you're not the hot commodity. Like people, but you're Nebraska just like is now, any other yep, job. Yep. But Nebraska is now in a position to where if it doesn't work out with Mickey Joseph, unfortunately, they are the first Power Five job available. Bingo. That's that, why they did so, it. So there's that there's, is why there's okay. Now we're getting to that point. I think Rico for me kind of it, it's in a bland. I understand exactly what you're saying. You're I think you're talking right, but I'm looking for numbers. I'm looking for that type of coach. With that type of belief, mm-hmm. knowing that he can coach and has a good surrounding to do mm-hmm. something like that, and he's right now in that two million to three million dollar range. Ooh, so I'm looking at money, and then that way, okay. he's looking at the job opportunity, and he's looking at I can come in, solidify myself, I get. That money that I've already got and a little bit more because you can pay him at Nebraska in that three to four range and he'll be happy. But you and, and then you bonus him. Too. And then you bonus the him. You say if you win this, make if a you bowl get game, us make to a bowl, the bowl game, game, you get a hundred grand. You get us you, here, yes. and you can get to that five to that six or that's, seven million. That's, that's interesting. The kind of guy so that you also you also yeah, and I and I get that, but it's going to be hard. To find somebody to accept the two to three million when you were paying. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not saying two to three million. I no, say three, you four in Nebraska. I say you bonus no, no. him an extra three, one, two million. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You get you throw the bonuses in there, but it's going to be hard because you threw five million at Scott Frost, who had been a head coach for two years, and I understand he was the Nebraska, he was the Nebraska no. boy, and all that. He was a head coach for two years. You're not going to. If you're going Mickey out to much, looking for though. somebody, nah. Well, so it, it doesn't have your no, track you're, you're unless able, you're going for I'm on board the, the fickles. Yeah, or you're, unless you're going up there. Because you the, another them, reason they another paid guy. Frost that much is because other programs were going to. Right. I don't know if other programs are going to throw that it's, much money at Mickey. It's got to be. It's got to be could. somewhere in the ballpark to still be competitive. Nah, right. I don't. If, if another school is offering, and, and let's be real, like Trev is out on the forefront of this. He said it on Sunday that Nebraska is going to have no problem opening up the checkbook for whoever they decide to go get, whether that's Mickey or whether that's somebody on the outside. So then it's, a, it's so, going to be an so overpay? That, exactly. Are you going to be paying an O.J. Mayo to well, go to Memphis? Well, so exactly, gonna, yeah. That's the thing yeah. I'm saying. Well, what's, Are you but here's the thing, Strick, and you guys understand this, all three of you do. The way that college a- athletics is now, we Mel Tucker is the perfect example. Next and C-Money said this. I think Mel Tucker, well, he said he's, he's a horrific example for something that Nate was saying, but I, I disagree. He got hot, and they went all in on him. But with big money, and if Michigan State loses six games a year, you know darn well they are canning him. Unfortunately, are they? Th- no, that's what I'm going to say. Unfortunately, that's how college athletics are now. Right. Mel Tucker had one good year. And, like if you look at Mel Tucker at Colorado, he was a little above mediocre or average, right? Now he, obviously he was better at, than uh, than Nebraska and, and better than Scott Frost. He has never lost to Scott Frost three and things no. like that. Three and zero against him. But here's the thing: when you look at Mel Tucker, he goes to Michigan State and they have a great year in, in Michigan State's regards after Mark D'Antonio. 
Now, that's another thing that you have to remember is where have you been, right? And Michigan State and Mark D'Antonio, maybe the last couple years of D'Antonio weren't the best, but they were competing for Rose Bowls. They were competing for Big Ten titles. They made it to a they, college football They playoff. had Kirk Cousins. They got, they, they got, they got they shut did, out against Alabama, it. but they made it. So you have to look at it. If you're Michigan State there, you're willing to pay an arm and a leg if your coach in year one did something beneficial for your program. And the you, same thing will happen in Nebraska. Exactly, Rico's right. Exactly. You have eight if, games your first if, year, bam. Well, you have to because you have to lock him down because if let's say let's say Strick's uh, scenario works out to where Mickey Joseph or or somebody that doesn't have a Nebraska tie, maybe that's a better example. Somebody that doesn't have a Nebraska tie who's younger comes in. Oh, mm-hmm. huh? Just somebody going. with a Nebraska tie or doesn't have a Nebraska tie. Um, comes in, you pay them three, four million dollars a year. They get eight wins. You try to extend them, and oh, here comes Texas calling, looking for a new head coach. Here comes Baylor after Dave Aranda leaves. Here comes Michigan after Jim Harbaugh goes back to the NFL. They don't have a Nebraska tie, right? We always we always rely on our history, which is okay to do, but they don't have a tie to Nebraska. What's keeping them here? Nebraska's going to have to open the checkbook because that's how collegiate athletics yeah. are nowadays. You have to lock down a coach when you have the opportunity. And does that mean that you're taking a risk in three years if you go 4-8 four and four and eight, that you're going to have to fire him? Absolutely. But that's just the way it is. That is just the way it is, and, it, and we're starting to see the shift in, in that kind of situation here in the last couple years, and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Um, that'll do it for us here on the happy hour. We're going to hand it off to... The folks from On the Block, Strick and Nate, going to hang out with you guys the till 4 o'clock or so. A lot of good stuff on Mickey Joseph coming up uh, on their show. Also, Oklahoma Riders. Tomorrow is going to be Rico, me and Rico's Oklahoma Day. Big we'll, Oklahoma Day. We'll, we'll dissect some of the stuff that Brent Venables said. We'll have Chris Plank of the Sooners Radio Network. He's the sideline reporter for the Oklahoma Sooners, so he'll be in Lincoln. So we will talk to Chris tomorrow at 1.30. That'll do it. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Adios.